Hey guys, it's me, Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. I love you, you love me. Let's go down the honey tree. Isn't that a quote from Boogie Nights? I feel like John C. Riley says that in Boogie Nights. I love you, you love me. Let's go down the honey tree. Or sugar tree, something like that. Anyway, it's late Thursday night. I uh, could barely get myself together today to do this podcast, but I love doing this podcast. And also, I really wanted to pay tribute to Donald Hall, the poet who died a couple weeks ago. And I've been meaning to do that ever since I read about his passing. So I wanted to do that today. I also wanted to announce a show I have coming up in Seattle this weekend. But, you know, I also just, why why would I not do this? I was so good in the early days. Since we just passed the three-year anniversary mark, I remember back in the day, what day of the week? I used to do it every Monday and Thursday. Um, And then it got a little out of control and I pulled back to just Thursdays, but I kind of missed that. And I don't know, as I, when I return from this trip that I'm taking, I think that I will probably be a little more regular because I've got to dive, do a deep dive into my studio work, which will mean I'll be more in tune with my reading and wanting to share things. I've been a little, I don't know, hazy lately. There's just a lot going on with me in my life that's making me a little bit not as with it, not as, you know, to be honest, I'm just going to say it, not as creative as I normally is. Normally is. I also can't speak anymore. No, but really, you know when life gets in the way and you just kind of aren't, I'm just not functioning the way I used to. So anyway, I also quickly just wanted, a lot of you guys loved the Ann Boyer um, piece called No last week from her new book, A Handbook of Disappointed Fate. I just wanted to again encourage you guys because I forgot to mention, I think, it's only $15 on Ugly Duckling Press. So I'll link it again and you either get it, you either buy the book or you and I are through. I'm going to kick you out of the podcast. I'm going to say, get the fuck out of here if you don't buy this book. You really do need to buy Ann Boyer's book. And if you haven't bought it already, buy her previous book, Garments Against Women. Okay, Seattle, this Sunday, which is what? July 15th, from 2 to 5, I will be at a gallery called Season Gallery for the opening of an exhibition of black and white drawings called Fiery Rain, Fiery Rain and movies, comma, cooling sun. It's a good title. Anyway, uh, Robert Yoder of Season Gallery curated the show of me, two friends of mine, Matthew Fisher and Rob Matthews, and an artist I really love named Sean Pearson, who I've never met before. And this show will be up until September 30th, I believe. So anyway, I'll put a link to the ex- the, to the websites. Uh, what a I'll put a link to the internet for you guys and you guys can check it out. <laughs> the address is one, two, two, two. Wait, how many twos with it? Three twos. One, two, two, two. Northeast, don't know how to say it, Ravenna Boulevard. I'll be there. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'll be there. So, Seattle, you guys are some of my biggest listenership. So, if I don't have at least 2,000 people there, I'm going to cry for the following week, okay? So, uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. If there are three of you, that's gonna be incredible. Uh, So be there Sunday, July 15th, two to five. All right, so Donald Hall, as you know, I've read him on the podcast a couple of times, American poet, writer, critic. He was also the first poetry editor of the Paris Review, which is no 
small thing. Poet Laureate of the United States in the, I don't know, around 2005 or so. He, he was born in 1928 and died just a couple weeks back here in 2018. And um, I'm going to not reread something, but I'm going to edit in when I read a poem which, of his, which is one of my favorite poems, period, not just of his, called Affirmation, uh, just to pay tribute to Donald Hall. So here that is. But anyway, today I'm going to read this very um, compact shot to the heart, a poem with the most immaculate ending. Let me get my book. This is a poem called Affirmation. Hold on. Okay. Affirmation by Donald Hall. To grow old is to lose everything. Aging, everybody knows it. Even when we are young, we glimpse it sometimes and nod our heads when a grandfather dies. Then we row for years on the midsummer pond, ignorant and content. But a marriage that began without harm scatters into debris on the shore, and a friend from school drops cold on a rocky strand. If a new love carries us past middle age, our wife will die at her strongest and most beautiful. New women come and go, all go. The pretty lover who announces that she is temporary is temporary. The bold woman, middle-aged against our old age, sinks under an anxiety she cannot withstand. Another friend of decades estranges himself in words that pollute 30 years. Let us stifle under mud at the pond's edge and affirm that it is fitting and delicious to lose everything. Uh-huh, still just as good as before. Let us stifle under mud at the pond's edge and affirm that it is fitting and delicious to lose everything. Keep that in mind as your life falls apart, everybody. That is from Selected Poems of Donald Hall from 1946-2006, White Apples and the Taste of Stone. Uh, I don't know how easy it is to find this exact book. This is a First Mariner book from 2007, but... Anyway, look for it. Look for it. I'm also going to read to you guys. Remember how I love reading from, um, what's his name? I'm so sorry. Mason Curry and his book, uh, Daily Rituals. It's how artists work. And it's, you know, anybody from Anne Rice to David Foster Wallace to Willem de Kooning. And I love this book because I love thinking about people's, like people, how they work when they are working in any creative field. I just love it. And so I opened to just a page before I started recording and I wanted to read this one. This is Charles Schultz. Over nearly 50 years, Schultz drew every one of his 17,897 Peanuts comic strips by himself without the aid of assistance. The demands of producing six daily strips and a Sunday page required a regular schedule and Schultz fulfilled his duties in a business-like manner, devoting seven hours a day, five days a week to Peanuts. On weekdays, he rose at daybreak, took a shower, shaved, and woke his children for breakfast, usually pancakes prepared by his wife. At 8.20, Schultz drove the kids to school in the family station wagon, stopping to pick up the neighbor's children on the way. Then it was time to sit down at the drawing board in the private studio beside his house. Oh, that's my dream. I want a private studio beside my house. 
Anyway, he would begin, I mean, I have a, whatever. Uh, he would begin by doodling in pencil while he let his mind wander. His usual method was to, quote, just sit there and think about the past, kind of dredge up ugly memories and things like that, end quote. Once he had a good idea, however, he would work quickly and with intense concentration to get it onto paper before the inspiration dried up. Schultz stayed in his studio for lunch, almost always a ham sandwich and a glass of milk. That's so cute. I mean, I'd rather jump out my window than drink a glass of milk, but I I'm digging on the ham sandwich. Ham sa for me, I would change it to ham sandwich and um, a glass of lemonade, please. Anyway, and continued working until around four o'clock when the kids returned home from school. The regularity of the work suited his temperament and helped him cope with the chronic anxiety he suffered throughout his life. And here's another quote. I would feel just terrible if I couldn't draw comic strips. I would feel very empty if I were not allowed to do this sort of thing. Well, there you go. I like that. I, I as I get older, I realize, I, I mean, I've always been into rituals, but I, every day is different with me. I just can't seem to get in a pattern. But even if it's only something I do, say, every Wednesday night or one thing, for instance, this podcast every Thursday, as long as I have a little of that, I think it goes a long way with me. Um, in my mental health is what I'm saying. It really does. Regularity goes a long way. Oh, and I, I think I've been honest about this before. I'm going to just say it. For those of us who work home, you, work home, work at home, you can really feel gross if you don't just take a shower first thing in the morning, get on some normal clothes or some nice clothes. Remember that one time when I was wearing heels in here, even though that was, that was completely weird. But I just wanted to pretend like I was going somewhere where people would see me so I would not be so disgusting. Because, I mean, honestly, though, when I'm most productive, it's when I just wake up, roll out of bed, zombie on into the kitchen, make my coffee, and then start working. But that's unhealthy. I'm always bad. That's unhealthy because I'm not eating. I'm not showering. I'm not being good to myself. You know, I'm not even like addressing the day in any way other than work, 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 work to quote Rihanna. So I'm, I'm now realizing as romantic of an idea as that sounds, that sounds like the artist's life, right? Well, guess what? It's not healthy. All right. I could go on and on about it, but I'm going to let you guys go. Seattle, come see me. Anguilla, Aruba, Bumeka, Wichita, Kansas, Austin, Texas, Seattle, Washington. That's where I got a lot of listeners here lately. Thank you to all of you. I love you all. And that's about it for me. You guys have a good rest of the week. I will be back next Thursday. Oh, take a deep breath. I love you. Good night.